Hi, everyone. It is the Fun Astrology Podcast for Tuesday, August 23rd. Thomas Miller, thank you so much for stopping by here today. We have a very busy chart to take a look at. And finally, I had some time to sit down and analyze it and look at it with the eyes that I wanted to after everything that we've been through this weekend. With astrology having such an, a huge importance in the situation of Majana's son's Brock's death, astrology has painted the picture. There are still details I don't know. I haven't spoken to Majana yet, certainly about the chart, and we'll just hold all of that until the space and time is right, if it ever is right. But just know, for me personally, how one of the ways this has affected me is a significantly increased respect for this craft. It's power, it's symbolism, and as I mentioned yesterday, Robert Glasscock, God love that man, and his interpretive abilities are just incredible. So let's put a spin on today. We are in Virgo season as of 11.16 last night Eastern time. So happy birthday to all of you Virgos coming up, including my son, David. But as we start Virgo season, so let's do a couple of things. Virgo is ruled, as most of you know, by Mercury. And Virgo rules the sixth house. So let's begin our discussion thinking of the sun in the sixth house. We'll just put it in zodiacal order here. And the first thing we have to deal with is that the sun over here in the sixth house in Virgo is squaring Mars in Gemini. Now, as we were wrapping up yesterday, we were talking about Mars in Gemini. Could it be a factor of separations? Gemini being a twin, dual sign. Well, Virgo in the sixth house, one of the things that it rules is work. So one of the things that I think we have to at least put on the table, a chip that we need to put on the table to be aware of, is work separations. I've seen this just recently again in the radio business. Massive layoffs with the company that owns the radio station that I have a show on in Dallas. Massive layoffs. And we've been talking here for, what, maybe two years where we've been saying get some kind of side hustle, get a second income, don't rely on one thing. Now, some of you might be more short up. I'm thinking of teachers, for example, physicians. If you're in one of those, you know, as we heard defined as, what, necessary or essential jobs, you might be a little bit more secure. If you have a government job, at least you work for the outfit that owns the printing press. But some of those jobs have not even been secure here lately. So just be aware of that. That's one thing. The other thing is, as Mars has been this amazing trigger, we have to just be aware that it could trigger things, especially when it's in this harder aspect back to the sun. A couple other Virgo areas that we need to think about. One is health. The other is our psychological self-integration. That's a Robert Glasscock term for the sixth house. In other words, how have we gathered everything up in our life right now to date? Look at where you are on your own timeline and how have you integrated everything that has come to you? It's like the whole basket, the whole accumulation of where you've been, what you've done, what you've learned, where are you? So for the next month, big time evaluation around where are we? And realize that that Mars squaring the sun as we're setting up this Virgo season 2022 
is going to be challenging that self-integration. So find the holes. Do it the easy way. Find the holes in advance. Once you find them, start shoring them up. Do the work in advance of the planets having to get your attention. If you don't have that second source of income, if you haven't broadened out a little bit, then use this month to get it started. Take action. There's using Mars in a positive way. Now, I told you this was loaded. Let's talk about the other areas here. We have a square and a triangle. Okay, let's break it down from there. Let's talk about the square. Obviously, four planets all separated by the four points of the square, which are 90-degree square aspects. And then since it's a square, the planets are opposite each other as well. So who are they? What are they? Well, one is Saturn. That obviously is in the air sign of Aquarius. Opposite that, in the middle part of Leo, is Venus. One of the other corners of the square is the south node of the moon. And on the other side of that, obviously, opposite it, is the north node of the moon sitting right next, sitting right next to Uranus. Now, hold the thought on all of that, but let's go over again. So Saturn, Venus, south node, north node, Uranus. All right, now let's talk about the triangle. Pluto is at 26 degrees Capricorn. Mercury, the ruler of our new sun sign Virgo, is at 27 degrees Virgo. Remember, it goes retrograde on September 9th. And here's the stretch. Mars is at a point of the triangle, but we are stretching the orbs here. You have to like wide orbs because it's 6 degrees from Mercury, 5 degrees from Pluto. And yes, let's throw Neptune into the party as well because it is in a sextile to Pluto. So in one fell swoop, as we begin Virgo season, we have all the players at the table in one way or another. Uranus is peaking right now because it goes retrograde tomorrow. And then, as we mentioned, Venus will enter Virgo on the 5th of September, Mercury retrograde on the 9th. And then that long period of the Saturn-Uranus square, the first 12 days of October. That is where basically Saturn is so slowed down that it stays at 18 degrees that whole 12-day period. So how do you interpret all this? Well, basically, anything can happen. I am liking that at least the moon is headed toward a new moon, not a full moon right now. New moon is on Saturday. But, I mean, nothing is on or off the table right now. I think my biggest challenge, personally, is to not get overly skittish. Because what I saw from this situation with Brock, most of us will live our lives and the ebb and flow of normality will prevail. Those of us who are conscious creators will put protection around ourselves and our loved ones. We might even look at the chart and say, hey, I want to work on something Neptunian, or I want to work on something mercurial around communication or knowledge or information. I want to learn a new skill. We'll use the chart to our advantage, and it will be just fine. Yet, I've seen something that shook and rattled me and rattled a family. So I do respect that we have all of this energy engaged as we begin this new phase of the sun. And I know, I see on our Facebook page, that many of you are experiencing challenging energy at times right now. So for today, here's a way that we can leave this on a high note. For today, the moon is right in the middle of its home sign of cancer. 
Cancer is all about intuition. It's about our soul. It's about our connection to our past. It's about our wants and desires and yearnings and longings and everything that's deep inside of us. Emotionally, it's our soul. It's our intuition. So let's tune in to that today because tomorrow it will slide into Leo. So we'll just have today to do that. But as we think about the aspects and we think about all these planetary energies at play, there's the moon saying your inner peace will be your guide. So let's tune into it together, huh? What do you say? And determine that we are going to stay on our highest timeline this whole month. All right. Wow. All right. You guys have a good one. Back tomorrow. Tomorrow.